Good day, full spectrum cycling listener. Good day. It's show number 97 here from the Ooh. River w- West studio at Everyday Cycles. Semi permanent location. WL. What is it? WP. What was it? WLPX. That was it. 90, 97.5 or three. Such three. Yeah. Yeah. And they turned into B97. Yeah. Hey. Okay. I'm crawling out of that rabbit hole. There LPX was a good thing. Yep. Tony's going to shock himself over there because he's <laughs> taking it apart in yeah, if you hear like a, battery. If you hear a. <laughs> that's me. I'm going. That's me. Hitting the wall. <laughs> you go. Hey, guess what? We got some freaking snow this week. Oh, finally. It, oh. And I got to tell you, if you don't think electric backbites are fun, we're not friends anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ on a crutch, are they fun? I spent 11 miles in a good hour plus just going through the fluff because nobody had plowed anything yet. And, and I went through mash and mush. and Yeah, later in the day, the salt it, mixed it with the just, snow and it got very slimy. It was, it was so much fun. Well, that long tail fat bike seems to be pretty stable in the crap. Yeah. So that was that was fun too. We have to just do a little bit of repair on a little it. Bit of, a little bit of a little bit of pit stop maintenance on the old drive yeah, system there. Somebody screwed up. Somebody's wearing a blue shirt tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be not me. Not me. <laughs> I didn't me. do it. Wasn't me. Oh, Mike has fuzz on today. I, yes. Yes. I'm JK uh, fuzz. Uh, 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 By the way, J- screw. Oh, for JK and uh, JK and Tony are here in the studio. Oh yeah, that's right. Probably, Hi. probably Hi. figure that out, eh? Hi. <laughs> unless yeah, Hi. unless you've aped our voices completely. If we're so freaking lucky, maybe we'll get Dan to call in tonight from Anchorage. Anchoring down in Anchorage. If, if he doesn't have a ton of customers up there at the old Trek store in Anchorage, yeah. Turning them away because they ain't got no fat. Boy. Give us a shout there, Daniel. Yeah. Um, I heard he can see Russia from his house. Eh? He has to stand on Sarah Palin's shoulders, though. I think. One time. One time. Well, yeah, I got to go do that one time. Couple yeah. of, couple of two, three times. <laughs> oh, is it? Huh? Is it? Yeah, I, I, I thought we talked about this last week, but it's on the show notes for this week, so maybe we didn't. Um, Great Lakes ice cover is at an all-time low. 3.6% of the Great Lakes are frozen over right now. Holy mm. crap, in January? That is the lowest ever. The, la- the next lowest time was... Um, 2006 or seven, and it was 5% then, and in 2012, we had the lake level at the lowest. So I'm hoping this is a portent. Port, this is, this is, I hope this is a thing that's predicting that we'll have uh, uh, a little bit lower lake levels coming up. A little more evaporation, a little less precipitation, because we haven't gotten- A little more conversation. We haven't gotten squat for snow this year. A little more action. Right. Except for the, what do we get, eight inches, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I, uh, it was good, though. So they didn't plow the oak leaf, you know, very quickly, and I was on it with a very fresh six to eight inches on the on the uh, bore 604, what is that? Surface 604, Surface 604 bore, bore, fat bike. Uh, 24 miles an hour in the snow. <laughs> it was almost like being one of those jet fighters that's down on the water jet when stuff is just, like, flying off the, the tail of it, just doing the, the rooster tail and the... Because they're so low. There's a rooster tail of snow coming out of there. It was uh, seriously fun. Um, it goes places where you would not expect it to go. 
I guess it's kind of like being like Colin Ford, having having the power of Colin Ford, but being me. <laughs> there what you a go. great way to describe it. <laughs> that is so true. I was riding that thing last night, and I'm like, I came up to a pretty big snow hill where the plow would come through. I'm like, you know what? I have a throttle. I will be Colin Ford right now. And I just bashed right over it, and I, I literally, I laughed. I'm like, this is just, it's like being a kid again. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, that said, normal fat bikes are still good for riding in the snow. Uh, you, y'all can I rode have mine fun here on. tonight. Tony rode his here tonight. If you want to ride yours this weekend, there's a couple of things you can do tomorrow. Like what, Greg? What? Like what? Well, we went to uh, DaveLunds.com, and I went to Madison to pick up a pair of Surly oh. Black Floyds. Ah. Thank you, everyone, for giving. Thank us you, the show link. listener JP, and yeah. also uh, other show listener Patrick, Patrick for letting us know that there was a, a set, set of, of Skinwall Black Floyds for sale over there in the Madtown area, which are going on the the twenty four bike to make it more better again. You know, even though we have one set, it's not like we can't have more sets of those. So. That's why I sent you the link to the yeah. set that I got from Patrick. I'm like, hey, it's the same set. Oh, damn, it's the same set. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we had lunch with JP, and he's putting on a race at I forget what the golf course is called over there, Norsk, the Norsk Golf the Club, and in, in Mount Horrible. What are you What are you hooking up there now? Tony's doing something. I Nothing. I found trying, another wire that was pinched between a, a well, the, Whoever assembled this battery pack was a, diodes. I'm was a, a lunatic. I'm, I'm going to su- bet a robot, dude. I'm surprised the thing you. didn't start on fire. Charging leads on the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Mount Horeb, Wisconsin, they have a thing called Scandahoovian or some such. It's a, it's a festival they do over three days. Uh, he's doing this event at the Norsk golf club as a ride it will not be an official huff and puff race but uh it's i went to the course last year and it's fun it's it's rolling it's a golf course it was a good time yeah i had to deliver a bike over there anyways i'm like i might as well do that what's what's kind of uh i don't know vying for my attention this week though is the uh snow crown series race at road america I, I got to know what they're going to do at Road America because there's mm-hmm. 640 acres of fun at Road America. And mm-hmm. I imagine they can do a whole race they without ever even seeing snow. the racetrack, you know. Probably don't even have to no. notice it. But who knows? I don't know. That would be an interesting thing, though, and it's a good you've, venue. You've raced Road America, right? In an automobile. Yeah, me too. Automobile. Okay. never. And whenever I go to a race there, I take my bike, and it's just oh, the greatest way to get around that, that. track because it's four and a half miles around the thing. Automobile. 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 Park your automobile and you get your bike and then you can go wherever you want. Boom. I've Long, seen that happen more than once. Long duck dog. Yeah, good Deep stuff. Up. So, uh, Snow Crown Series, I think this is the third race in the series. So, Road America tomorrow, February. Oh, no, so that's, it's not tomorrow. It's the next weekend. Damn it. February 6th for both of these events, folks. Yeah. Getting my dates mixed up. So a week from tomorrow, February sixth, you can do one of those two fine day before events the there. Super in, Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Super Bowl! Mm-hmm. Thank God the Packers aren't in it. Yeah, vying for my attention. <laughs> what a <laughs> stupid call! All of them. Well, yeah, most of them. 
the one that lost him the game, I think, was the, <laughs> the fourth down call. So, <laughs> you know, when you're, when you're playing to be in the Super Bowl, I don't think you play conservative-like. Not against the likes of that Mr. Brady character. Yeah, it was all scripted already. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, home, yeah, Tampa, home venue, plus you have the... Uh, ageless, it, blah blah blah. It wouldn't be the last conspiracy theory this year. No, 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 no. I mean, I have to keep it. <laughs> the my, last. I have to keep. The, I have to keep my tinfoil hat. It wouldn't be the spry. first either. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Whoa. yeah, uh, things are ma- making moves over on that bicycle. I don't know if the poltergeist. Oh, maybe the handlebar fell down or something. Something. Something know. happened on the bike. On something the happened on the field. Uh, is that, is that yet that. another bike to be? E-electrified? Oh, yeah. That's another E-electric bike. Conversion. I thought that was uh, all those flashing lights. What's he doing out there? I thought that was that jerk with the snowplow coming by again because I had just gotten done shoveling the walk in front of the shop. And here comes this guy like, eh, you know, 30 miles an hour in the big city snowplow truck. And I had to step inside the door so I did not get pummeled by the wave of slop coming over Mm. onto onto the sidewalk. Thank you very much, Mr. City of Milwaukee, snowplow driver. I had to just uh, push it back off again then, like again, I which I had just again. done 30 seconds before. Earlier in the day, I got blasted by uh oncoming plow splash on my windshield where I, thankfully, I was driving at that one. You, if weren't, I were, in your, you weren't in your automobile? No, no, no. But it, it took up the entire freaking windshield i would have blasted into the damn car sidewalk wherever the hell i was at if i was on bike on that shit Man. yeah that's uh-uh. they, they move right along they don't uh they got, a lot, they got a lot of work to do yeah no. when they drop their blades it always seems like they drop them not good for me <laughs> do you see an awful lot of snow trucks driving around with their blades up when if you're going somewhere with your snow plow why don't you just have your blade down and push yeah, some stuff just, around yeah. right. even if you're not a city employee just push stuff yeah. don't worry about it just get shot away you know, help help a brother out. Mm, Clean his city up for him. Yeah. You're going through the alley? Just just try your plow. They actually, uh, I, somebody was trying to hire somebody private to do the alley. Uh, we used to, for years, we paid to have a private person plow around. And you just do, you, can do, you don't have to be down and digging. You know, no, just, just, just be like, yeah. get out. Yeah, be like the lazy shoveler. What are they, just like, what are they just kind of glides over the top. Uh, we had a guy that he wanted... Um, it was something, one year it was like, pay me $1,500 and I'll do the entire alley whenever it snows. And we got hosed because it snowed. Right. Yeah. You never do this. Most, <laughs> most, snow, and, and, most private snowplow drivers are crackheads yeah, and they just spend that money. You know, and another, the other guy was, you know, like, as a neighborhood, it never cost us more than, because we had a duplex, it was like maybe a hundred bucks a season. Hmm. It's pretty cheap. And now I found some, some, I have to say, there's some young kids that have been riding motorcycles all summer through my, up and down my street, like two stroke, one kid's like 14 years old, the other one's like nine, and they're ripping up and down the street all night, and I'm like, you son of a bitch and little kids, knock it off. And then I remember, hey, when I was 12, I was ripping up and down the street on a two stroke motorcycle, (laughs) so I happen to be coming back from work, and I see this kid on Center Street. In a four-wheeler with a snowplow. And last night, I go over to shovel the house we're in the process of trying to eventually move to. And my entire sidewalk has been shoveled. The entire block has been plowed. Damn. So next time I see these kids this summer riding their bikes, I'm going to stop them. 
I'm gonna give them twenty bucks and thank them for the gas because they've did the entire fifty foot wide, fifty foot long sidewalk I have at my house that I don't want to do. Nice. Yeah. Well, if I had a four wheeler, I'd probably just blast around pushing. Why not? Too. You know, it's a fun thing to do. You're out there having fun. Your neighbors love it. Yeah. I mean, you're win- you're winning points, man. A little heavy to do wheelies with the plow on the front, but <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, ride the endo. JK, did you put this plan released for 6.7 mile 30th Street Trail? Yeah, yeah. I ran across that mm-hmm. just before I left. So, <clears throat> so I, it looks like it's like from what was it, Silver Spring and Sherman ish yep. mm-hmm. down to the Hank? Yeah. What's interesting about that is I was just out that way the other day and I was thinking of a location for another urban jumble, jumble, jumble cross, jumble cross, or jumble cross. And I was right jumbling. by that. Century City area on 35th and Capitol, yeah, yeah. and this is kind of part of that, isn't it? I think so, yeah, because yeah. I, I think it is that 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 bridge that goes where there's Century City, and yep. then there's uh, possibly that that you go under the tracks, right? Right, and then you pop out to Sherman. I think that's what the corridor I think that is. Well, that's, there were too many words for me to as I was walking out the door to actually read them all. This is what I think Milwaukee needs to become a more you know. Bike, not just bike friendly, but a, a, a real biking city is something that makes it possible to get from the east side to the west side in more spots. Right. We yeah. got to we got to be able to make that you know jump across the whole. You have to be able to cross the city, and right now it's hard to do because a lot of the streets just suck. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. We'll have to look at that. Keep that up. From Silver Spring and Sherman to the Hank, yeah, six point some miles, six point seven. I saw they're doing some work at the old Urban Jungle Cross spot by Home Depot on Port, too. Really? Yeah, west of there, going past the cemetery and over Green Bay and all that stuff. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah, other yeah. Things, are, things are afoot. Milwaukee can become a cycling mecca if it wants to by Cracky. Our bike boulevard is done. Over That's here, fun. Oh, over here on the Fratney Street. On the Fratney Street. Just and to, the right. Which I noticed too that you know I think the the city plows are taking the liberty to not plow it very much, which made me think why plow it at all? Wouldn't it be great to build some berms and stuff in there for <laughs> there like okay? You know, I mean, why not? Right? Yeah. I mean, if you if you're parked on that street and you need to get your car out, well, we'll work on that. But otherwise, let's have some berms. Let's right have on. some jumps. Hold that thought, Tony. Oh. Tony, hold that thought. I clicked on the button. Welcome to the radio program, yep. caller. Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Dan Sippin calling from Alaska. Hey, Dan. Hey, hey. Awesome. I'm glad that you had time to give us a shout. And now I know how to properly yeah. pronounce your last name. Yep, like sipping on gin and juice. I was it was sipping to me, <laughs> so now I know, Mr. Sippin. So welcome. So Dan is a uh-huh. Dan is a is is a past uh, Milwaukee resident and recently uh moved to anchorage uh, why don't you give us a little background on a why you did that because it sounds cool as hell but uh what sort of precipitated the move okay, so, so it, it actually kind of stemmed through wheel and sprocket i was uh working at the shop in fox point and this was like four years ago and a friend of mine came into the shop with a girl that he knew from that he worked with at I think like a rei in ohio and I met her and we became Facebook friends. And she, after meeting her in Milwaukee, she went back and she ended up moving to Anchorage. And I, I would see her Facebook posts all the time. 
and she's into gravel biking, road riding, um, fat biking, skiing. So I kept seeing these pictures of her in Anchorage, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of like epic rides and just awesome scenery. And I commented all the time. And, um, this last spring or late winter going into spring with COVID and everything, you know, I was home a lot more. And I was, I saw pictures of her at Alaska Ski Resort where, um, it's, it starts at the ocean and it's, uh, you know, like 45 minutes outside of Anchorage. You start at the ocean, you go up, I don't know, maybe 5,000 feet or something. So it, it's a lot of skiable terrain, but you're looking at the water basically as you're skiing down this. So there's a picture of her and you could see the sun and then the hill and then the ocean at the bottom. And I just, I sent a message and I was like, that's the most epic ski picture I've seen. And she's like, we started talking. She's like, you should come visit. So I did. I got here in July and I, I brought a bike with me. I brought a, a Roscoe, like, like a plus 27.5, you know, mid saddle or whatever. And I got here and I was blown away by the trail system. Um, so you guys were talking about uh, getting across town. It's got, so Anchorage is a city, uh, 300,000, so about half the size population-wise of Milwaukee. But the trail system here, there is on the side of all the roads, they don't have bike lanes on the roads. You get demolished by diesel trucks. But just off the side, there is like a multi-purpose paths on both sides of the road, on, on all the busy roads. Um, so it's a little bit bigger than a sidewalk, but there's people running and riding everywhere. And then they've got a trail system that's used for in the winter cross-country skiing, fat biking, and then there's a dog sled trail system. Um, and in the summer, it's all those are all gravel trails that you can walk or run or, or ride on. And then they have two major trails going through the town. One is called the Chester Creek Trail. And it's cool because that's paved, but in the winter, they groom it like um, a cross-country ski trail. They groom the snow, so you see people using... It would be like if you saw tons of people on the uh, Oakley for inner urban on, on skate skis. Oh, so wow. You've got Sweet. people riding the fat bikes, and, and you've got people just skiing by or running by. And the amount of people on the trails, and of course everything's a, a little ski because of COVID, but the amount of people on the, the trails going to trails and at the trails, whether it was, um, you know, I, I, this has got to be the, the fat bike capital of the world and just the amount of people on bikes and, and running. And, and of course you have the ocean on one side of Anchorage and you drive across town and, you know, your the mountains are right there. Um, so it's just visually stunning all the time and visiting in June, you've got what you call midnight sun. So you can be, um, we were at a, a restaurant of the 49th state and we're, you know, rooftop dining at 1130 and you're looking at the sun, <laughs> wow. you know, so, so, so my thought is, you know, I'm working at a bike shop all these years in summer and you get customers that come in at seven o'clock and they're, you're fitting them for this bike and all of a sudden it's, 8.30 and maybe you get home at 9 o'clock at night. And yeah, it's warm and, and riding in the city is great, but if I get out at 8 o'clock at night here and I want to go trail ride, all I need is some sunglasses and some bear spray. But the mountain biking here is epic. There is, inside of Anchorage, we have Kincaid and it is, it's, it's maintained by the city. Um, 
and there are there's they won it's directional trails and odd days they run the trail one way even days they'll run the trail the other way so you get to bike all the trails backwards um it's berms it's rollers there is they've got um features built in the trails are built very well you know there's not a lot of erosion um on even things like the the little the, the trail going through town chester creek um, I was, it goes Chester Creek and it goes all the way through the city. And then it ends at the coastal trail, which of course goes up and down the coast. You're riding down and there's pump tracks built into the side. Somebody will nice. have just a flow like pump track just built off. So you're riding and you see this. And so I, I, I visited and at, at the end of two weeks, um, the girl I was with, she's like, would you consider moving here? And you know, I love River West and, and my, my heart is there. And I'm like, no, that's crazy. I'm not gonna. But I got home, and there was nothing going on. There was really nothing going on. And I'm like, you know what? I I emailed the Trek store, and, and we own Sprocket, you know, huge Trek here. They're using the same computers. They're selling the same stuff. Um, I've been doing the same thing. So I, I emailed the the store here in Anchorage, and I mentioned we own Sprocket, and they're like, yeah, Trek World. We know who Chris Kegel is. They're like, we'd love to have you. So I was just like well, there's nothing going on right now because of COVID. You know, all my favorite restaurants are closed. There's no place to see music. I might as well go to the mountains and give it a shot. So I ended up here and uh, came, moved out in November. They, nice. they had epic snow conditions. Trails out and groomed everywhere. Um, you know, and we'd, we would go, it's dark, you know, I mean, you get the opposite of the midnight sun. It, it would be, you know, sunrises in the, you know, in the, would be at like 10:45 a.m. It would finally start to get light out, <laughs> um, and it would be dark, dark again by three o'clock. Yeah, so, yeah. But the cool thing is, you don't have to worry about bears, and you don't need a very strong light with all the snow. So every night we're, you know, taking dogs out and cruising these trails and the multi-use. There's so much more single track. If you look on Trail Forks, um, in the winter here and look at the, the, the rideable trails and then look at trail forks in the summer, the trail system doubles because now there's areas of swamp and um, lakes that are frozen out to glaciers. And um, the, there's a Facebook, Anchorage Fat Bike Facebook site, and people are posting all the new trails that come out. They're popping out on trail forks. Um, super fun things like people will do these like pop-up Christmas trees on the trails <laughs> and hang like bottles of fireball on them. Or a gift card. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> so it's it's just been like there's one whiskey island and people ditch bottles of whiskey and nice. you know they'll, they'll like put a little post on Instagram or Facebook. So I've been getting to um, to to ride those trails all, all the time. And then the other really epic thing about riding commuting here in winter. Um, so I'm about three miles away from the shop and. You can't ride on the roads here. Like I said, it's it's all the trucks and diesel and they'll coal roll you or whatever. But they the city plows the sidewalks and they've got these weird little like ride on, basically like a snowblower because it's still like a rotary type thing where it shoots the snow off to the side. It leaves about an inch of hard packed snow on the ground. Oh, and their sidewalks it. are super wide. And then there is some plowing. And then from the, the, the clearing of the, there is this a big snowbank between. So you're on these ultimate protected fat bike bike lanes. Cause you can 
you know, everybody here runs studs because a lot of years there's a lot of thaw and refreeze, but there hasn't been that this year. And so you're on this like hard packed snow road and you can just fly. You can corner. Um, it's, it's probably the most, most fun riding I've had on a fat bike. And I'll, I'll leave for work in the morning and I'll see like four other people on fat bikes cruising around. And, you know, we've got fat back nine zero seven. You know, I mean, of course there's so much fat bike stuff going on here. Um, the clientele I see coming into the shop, um, it's, it's a lot of older people on it. You know, I think I see, I and mean, because 907 and Fatback <laughs> said, you know, I, I see a lot of 60 year olds on their Fatbacks <laughs> cruising around. And there's, it's, um, I think it's, it's even, even doing things like the huge ass. And I get to see all these people on a, on a regular basis with all their bikes. Um, it's like that almost every time I go out to the trails, I'll, there'll be car. It's like, there's always an, it almost seems like there's a fat bike event going on like every day here, which is kind of cool. <laughs> nice. Um, now the, only, the only odd thing with the, the commuting is that there's moose and the moose <laughs> here are like raccoons in Milwaukee. Like you'll be riding on these trails and you've got the big snowbank, and there's times you'll look up and there is a moose on the city sidewalk and, and they're you have big. to like army roll with your bike. They're huge. They're huge. It, a lot, lot makes, bigger than like, a raccoon. It makes, oh my God. Yeah. I would say at least, at least double the size of a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> little moose. They're so when we, uh, when we, t- uh, texted back and forth a couple of weeks back, you were saying that, uh, you can't, you can't get a fat bike up there. Well, I you can't really get one down here no. either much, but, um, it, that seemed kind of odd since you're such a fat bike Mecca up that way. Is that, is that, getting right. any better uh, no no not at all it's um you know i every day we have people coming in um asking for them and, and they've got a good rental system here it's a pretty cool fat bike rental system and we've got a, a, a probably like 10 farley fives that we rent out and they do really well with that but every day i'm gonna say at least three people come in wanting to buy fat bikes on the spot and, and there's really two different parts of season for fat biking here because you get when the snow first comes, everybody wants to um, get their fat bikes and ride on the snowy trails, of course. But then the other part of it, which I just learned about, is glacier season. So the rivers and stuff aren't frozen right away in the lakes, but as soon as they start to freeze up, then you can ride out to all these glaciers and people will see that on social media and they'll say, hey, I want to visit these glaciers. So there's a whole second like there's two seasons within the season for fat biking. There's your regular fat bikers that get out and want to be on the trails, but then you get all the people that want to get out and, and visit these glaciers, Right. which in the summer, you know, you have to do a, a glacier stream crossing where it's fast flowing river. You have to, you put your feet in it and they go numb instantly. So you can't really get out to these glaciers in the summer um, very safely. So in the winter being able to, take a, a studded fat bike and bike over these, um, you know, frozen rivers or lakes and actually get out and, and see the blue ice and these like beautiful glaciers. It's a, it's a whole nother, um, facet of, of why people want fat bikes here. So how is the climate there compared to Midwest, like Milwaukee? It, it's, it's a little colder in the winter <laughs> and a little cooler in the summer, but no, you know, well, because we're on the, yeah, I mean, we're on the lake. So it's a little, I Ocean. would say, 
it's a little milder here. In the, we're, we're on the ocean, so it's a little milder here in the winter. Well, like Wow, nice. When you guys hit that cold snap, it was like 34 degrees here, and I was kind of freaking out. Now, today it's a little bit colder, but um, we don't get negative 17 with wind chill here. You know, yeah. It just doesn't happen because the ocean always keeps the air. Right, right. Now, a really hot day here, people are running air conditioners, air conditioners when it's like 70 degrees here. <laughs> they think that's like the desert. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, and, but the thing is, it's weird. It, it'll be like, it'll be like 28 degrees here and I see people wearing shorts. I mean, it's like, the, you see that nuttiness in the Midwest, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's a little bit, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's, everybody's like, oh, you're crazy moving to Alaska in the winter. But I had the most active, um, uh, November I've, I think I've ever had just because, you know, it, it really lends itself. And granted, they said this this winter we got a little bit better snow and less thaw than we normally have in winters. Yeah. So it's all because of lucky. you. But yeah, it's it's been, you know, it was a little colder today, but we we will never see that like negative twenty stuff, which is, I that. I appreciate that. Right on. Well, it's been uh, awesome chatting, yeah. Dan. I mean, I, there's a lot of other stuff we can talk about. I'd like to uh, invite you to call back not too far down the road. Yeah. Um, I know you're at like the next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're at the Trek, yeah. the Trek well, store there in, uh, in Anchorage and that's uh, Bill Fleming's joint too, right? Yeah. What a cool guy. And, and what a history that guy has. You know, I didn't know any of the, I didn't know anything about Bill or 907 or chain reaction or, you know, I didn't know any of that stuff going into it. It doesn't say it on the website. He didn't really bring it up. Um, and it wasn't until I got here and then started talking to these guys and like being like, wow, this guy's got a lot of history in the, in the fat bike world. You know, I mean, it's, uh, that's kind of cool. And some of the guys that work here would, um, uh, one of the racers that's here and he's one like Anchorage man, he's like the super triathlete, but he just, he's, he's gone down to Wisconsin and he's won the fat bike Berkey twice. Um, Will Ross, um, he's, you know, done, uh, I did a bike. He's, he's just fast. He won the Fossey bottom here last week, but he worked at nine zero seven and he said they would get these like motorcycle rims and they had to hand drill, you know, the, the weight release holes in the rims. Yeah. Right. On. They'd set it up. And so he, so he's, there's, it's cool to talk to some of these people that have just cool fat bike history. Um, yeah. Will has some, so, yeah, con- I would love to give a call. Will has some connection to Milwaukee. I think his girlfriend's family is from here or something. Yes. Because he, he's, yeah, he so was, he's, he's been on the I, show before, which is right on at least the weekly dose of fat back oh, in the old cool. days. Yeah, yeah it, he, was, it was so cool because I got here and he brought up huge ass races. And he's like, yeah, I did the huge ass race in Glendale, you know, like three years ago. And I'm like, I ran that race. I mean, that was my, <laughs> that was my race. That I set up. So it was kind of fun to, to see all the time. And there are. There are so many people from the Midwest here. I think most of the people I ask, they're they're either from Wisconsin or Minneapolis. You know, I mean, that's kind of a it's a really easy transition. We didn't get to talk about beer at all, but the brewery. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, brewery it sounds like it's like, like wait a second. We that sounds like a whole show right there. Bypass Austin and Vancouver. Yeah. It's like no to Anchorage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there is a there is this one brewery and uh, it's King Street Brewery, and so I'm. I'm I'm actually taking a little break because I hit it pretty hard when I got here just trying to get through all these beers. Um, <laughs> King Street Brewery, they've got a pop top. And I don't know, maybe I'm just 
naive and I haven't seen this before, but instead of, you know, popping up a, a wide mouth or something, the whole top pulls off the can. Yeah, that's old school, and it bro. Just makes it into that's, a large glass. That's yeah. the olden olden yeah. times. Oh, the whole the whole oh the whole top it. comes off. Yeah. Oh, that's even better than that. I think they say what? Well, yeah. So what once was old will soon be new again. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that was new to me, and uh, you know, it actually it, it it makes the cost of your beer consumption go because they go down so much faster that way. <laughs> um, it's all yeah, marketing. Yeah, they're clever. <laughs> that's why the straws are bigger at McDonald's yeah. too. So you know. Uh, yeah. All right, Dan. Well, I mean, awesome. I mean, you made the show today. Thanks very much. You were a, a font of information, and I, it sounds like we got a lot more to talk about. So I'd, it'd be great if we could, uh, you know, have you on regularly. You can be our ambassador to yeah. uh, Alaska. Well, you know, yeah, if you it. ever run yeah, across Travis, he's the fat ambassador. You can be the ambassador or the, the bi bike. Nice. Got to come like up with that. some version. Bike ambassador. Bike ambassador. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Very good to talk to you. I'm glad right, that you're doing you great. Have a great day. Right, awesome you too, sir. Baby. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You know, over the, awesome. uh, over the recording, he sounds just like Dave Schlebowski. Does he? I had I the same. Well. I could hear that Schlebowski-esque <laughs> excitement about bike trails. and Yeah. Yeah. And I think if we we could side-by-side side them, and I bet you'd be really close. <laughs> Great guy, um, great freaking guy. Yeah, I used to see him a lot in in the neighborhood here. He lived like two blocks away from the shop, and uh, he's he's just he he's just a half a block up the shop on the alley. Yeah, he's a super psyched, yeah. super psyched bike yeah. rider person. I don't know. We didn't do this before, but and it's not quite before. what we were planning to do. But uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the M M&M and M boy. Yeah, well, the M M&M and M boy doesn't ring yeah. top of top of the hill. Even though it took <laughs> it us a while to get here today, it was yeah. a big hill. Tony, uh, Tony brought today's beer. Even though, well, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do JK's beer next week. I think we no, we won't. It'll be gone by then. Well, whatever. We can get more. Yeah, exactly. The I know where I got it. Executioner. I think we've had this. one. Yeah, before. this is a terrapin. I this see is, it from here. Yeah, this is oh, one yeah. of my favorite beers. This is a pretty darn good beer. Yeah, I think if you've we had never this had the executioner. You should go out and get yourself some. And it was part of the uh, hemptemic. Uh, uh, twelve for, pack, right? Yeah, Priority pack. Yeah, right. yeah. I can't, remember, yeah. can't remember what the. It's got all sorts of hops in it: Warrior, Chinook, Simcoe, Amarillo, oh. Cascade, Centennial. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a good six varieties of hops up nice in there. Beer. It's a nice beer, and it's a tasty beer. It's, it's a tasty you know, beer. It's got a turtle on it, so you know. Turtle. It's got a turtle on there. Oh God! I have to replace my turtle. My turtle broke. Oh, oh no! no. I know. Turtle broke. That's why everything is a little off kilter the past couple weeks, man. So <laughs> earlier you mentioned the uh, potential new shop, and you and I went there on Tuesday night and went through a pretty gigantic facility that was very, very dark. Oh yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, fun. we did. We did a little urban spelunking, yes, we so did. to speak. <laughs> I did. So the one thing oh. I did not want to go to is the tornado shelter. I did, was yeah, uh-uh. I, 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 did, that basement. I didn't know if there was chuds down there or something. There or, could be anything going on down there. Yeah, this is a ballistic human underground dwellers. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think the building we were in was at least a block square, and it's just humongous. Oh, it's got to be at least a block square. And there's nothing in it right now. It's, it's going to be it's going to be warehousing in in the not too distant future. And now that they have the uh, the boiler working for that whole yes. complex, oh boy, which gives it an even eerier feel. Oh man, it's that warm in there. But that building is ginormous, and late at night, or actually, that was what seven o'clock at night. It was pitch black. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good fun. I, I have sort of a photo. I'll, I'll try and throw it in the show notes. Yeah. We, we were originally planning on having a race around the outside of the place. I think we could just have a race inside the building. It's so huge. Or in and out. <laughs> in and out. In and out. In and out. Um, anything else we missed this week? Blah, blah, blah. Rails, the trails, uh, e-bikes. On the we're building screen. a lot of electric bikes. Hey, oh, uh, I shirt. got, okay. So one thing I did get in for testing is these Endura Humvee waterproof socks. Oh, those look nice. Um, what I've noticed so far, and I've only run them once because they came a couple days ago, is that they are softer and more pliable than the Showers Pass ones okay. I have, which remind me of a wetsuit. These are a little more... Um, sock-like, although they are still three layers. They are waterproof, allegedly. I did walk around in the snow and didn't get my feet wet after I got home the other night and stuck them under the faucet in the shower. Just didn't get wet. Didn't get wet. Well, the outside did, but you know, feet didn't. Um, so, uh, even in the first wearing, I like them. They're not quite as thick and bulky as some of the other ones. Showers passes are, as I say, gloves for your feet. Yeah. Uh, They are very thick. That being said, once they're on, they're pretty comfortable. It's just a lot of them don't. I maybe I wear my shoes too tight because some of these don't fit. Yeah, they're thick. And the Gore socks I have from the olden days, I just wear socks inside those because they're so thin and they're just like a membrane. Right. But uh, so far, I I, I like them a lot. I took them out on that uh, on our ride the other night, and be sure to. I will uh, I will keep up with uh, using them. Um, Endura. They're uh, friends of the show now because nice. we're going to have a little uh, little link in the show notes there. If you if you click on an Endura thing, they'll they'll help support the show a little bit by giving us a little commission if you buy something from those folks. So and they make waterproof stuff. <clears throat> they make a lot out. of good. I've I've got tons of their stuff. Uh, pants. I've got a jacket. I've got their yeah, Humvee I've seen, I've seen shorts. A of their jackets. You know, they're That's from. Why I was trying to remember Scotland, the name. For crying out do, loud, do you put them in your bog? I don't have a bag bog. Big. Uh, they're from Scotland. It's like oh. if you want snow tires, go where it snows. Sweet. Get Haka Palatus from Finland oh, because Finland. it snows 240 inches a year. Yeah. If you want to buy rain gear, get it from somewhere where it rains. Makes sense, you know, right? Scotland for, you know, yeah. crying sense. out loud. Makes sense. Anyway, check it out in the show notes. Probably be some kind of thing. Click on it. Help support the show. Um, notwithstanding that other stuff at, at uh, fatbike.com doesn't make some people money, but it doesn't do anything for us. This show is all we got. So if you want to support the show, Buy some stuff from Endura. Thank you very much. JK. All right. Picture, picture. Okay. Hey, thanks to Dan. We have a nice show this week, and uh, I'm sure we'll get him to call again. That was great. And we'll get Bill on the show, too, because he's up there at the same location. Thanks, everybody. Twofer.